0: Welcome to Cab, College, Career, and Beyond, where we try to keep you ahead of the game and not behind the game. Today's episode is going to focus on what has been taking away many jobs from our hard-working U.S. citizens for the last century. What of whom has been taking away many of the jobs from our hardworking U.S. citizens for the last century? The rhetoric out there is Mexicans and immigrants have come in to this country and taken away all these jobs. Which is not true, not correct, not factual. Some may argue higher taxes. These corporations fear the taxes that are being distributed and they are moving their corporations and business to other countries. And that's why so many jobs uh, have gone away from the United States of America. And that's also not true, not factual. If you really want to know what has led to the decline of the job market, and we're going to talk about specifically when we talk about the job market, we're talking about uh, working class, middle class Americans, okay? Uh, And these are the jobs that used to be around. Like, remember, my dad used to be... Working in a meat factory, he used to be a meat packer. And back then, as a meat packer, you could live on a decent wage. This is what I'm talking about. There used to be these jobs where you can live on a decent wage. You can you can rent an apartment on your own, get a car, go on vacations. This is what we're talking about, right? Today, uh, we're here to discuss what has been replacing and taking away these jobs from these hardworking Americans for the last century. And today, folks, today, we're talking about AI, that's right, technology, artificial intelligence, are now ubiquitous and it's accessible all over the world. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, AI technology is all over the world. And it's fascinating, right? It is fascinating. There are places that have no proper healthcare, but they have cell phones. <laughs> right? Cell phones. There are places with little to no water or bad water, right? But they have cell phones. Right. They have technology. Right. So we're looking at technology has replaced all these jobs. Now, people say, well, come on, now you're exaggerating. Right. Okay, I can see where people may think this might be uh, one of those uh, over exaggerated, overhyped media uh, ploy to get people nervous or scared and and try to do this fear mongering. But this is not one of those uh, moments. Uh, Let's talk about blockbuster remember blockbuster right blockbuster was this this thing where we all used to go well for those who remembered right used to go to blockbuster get your cd or vhs and, and get your movie and rent it right for the for what two weeks uh or a week and you returned it and you paid your fee right and everybody thought this was like uh revolutionary at the time right but we're not talking about blockbusters and in fact most people forgot that blockbuster even existed The young people growing up never even heard of the uh the word blockbuster right toys r us what happened to toys r us i mean we're talking about uh a place where people used to go and test out toys and, and christmas and the symbolism of, of 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 bringing happiness to your young people right your, your children uh your nephews your cousins right Toys Russ is gone. I'm on this podcast right now. And of course, you know, uh, as an English professor and liberal arts professor, I take notes and I make sure I have my notes organized so I'm not all over the place. And my notes is on my cell phone. That's right. My notes is on my cell phone. And as I uh, look at my notes on my cell phone, I'm... I'm I'm remembering what about the phone operators? Remember when you used to make a phone call? There was an actual person connecting you to another person. Switchboard machines, right? Those switchboard machines are gone. Imagine how many operators lost their job when the cell phone came out. Okay, maybe that's too far. Maybe I'm going too far back. Let's just talk about the last three, four years, right? How about Edison? Remember the guy who used to come read your meter? Remember that guy who read your meters. Where is that guy today? How many of those jobs don't exist now because technology has improved? Am I getting your attention? Are we listening now? Okay, okay. If I got your attention, well, let's talk about some solutions because we're not all doomed. There are solutions and there's some alternative to this issue. This is CAB, College, Career and Beyond, where we try to keep you ahead of the game and not behind the game, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, solutions. You know, people are going to say, well, what? what, is it over now? Is the world going to end? No, the world's not going to end. Oh, always the world evolves, ladies and gentlemen. The world always evolves. So let's look at some key answers, right? Some things that we can do to address some of these concerns. Some answers that I've listed down here, can be quite simple but yet complex to get to right it's easy answer but hard to process and hard to implement especially when the first one starts with us right we have to change the way we think about ourselves our environment and of course our community we have to find how these things interlock intersect and how they impact not just us but the world around us right and i'll get to that uh later on in the segment second we have to be willing to learn new skills and place our egos to the side. We have to get rid of this old style John Henry mentality where we rely on our old labor skills, things that were passed on to us, and trying to keep tradition. We have to break away from those traditions and find new ways to learn and adapt into this new society, right? We also, our third one, right? My third one is we have to be. Able to update and acquire proper information. That's right. Update and acquire proper information. Now, why would I say that? Well, you know what I'm talking about. A lot of our information that we attain or acquire are from people and our family members, our friends, our teachers and preachers. They give us bad information, information that has been outdated. I find it fascinating that we can update our cell phones, but we can't update our lifestyles or our mind. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is CAB, College, Career and Beyond, where we try to keep you ahead of the game and not behind the game. There are people going to school for careers or jobs that won't exist for the next 10 or 5 years. They'll be gone in 5 or 10 years. There are people literally right now who are getting certificates, who are getting degrees and in fields and jobs that won't be around for the next 5, 10 years. So imagine you go to school and you prepare yourself for this for this worker field and then you get out into the world and the job that you are applying for is disappearing. Frustrating indeed. But it's fascinating that we're not having this conversation because we need to update our educational system, right? How many classrooms are not using the new technology, right? How many how many of our syllabus or curriculums are not up to par, up to date with the global market, right? So we need to look at our classrooms and assess what are we learning in our classrooms? is our classroom uh, is our classrooms equipped to teach our young people of today for tomorrow that's something we're not talking about right we need to look at that especially when we're asking uh to acquire more funds and more money to the educational system we also need to update the educational system a lot of money i feel goes into the administrative portion right and uh not into the textbooks, right we need to update our information so we're going to talk about that later in the segment There are people right now who are working in jobs, right? That won't be around next week, next month, or even next year. And these people know what I'm talking about. These people see a drop in clientele. They see how new management comes in and out, switching out programs, right? They see their jobs or their roles changing, being replaced or diminished, right? Less hours, right? Uh... Less tasks being given to them, right? And so they see it, right? It's like a bad breakup or a divorce. And from what I'm told, there's always hints before the big storm comes and washes everything down the shore. The temperature changes, probably, right? The clouds come in, a few drops here, a few drops there. The signs are always there. We are the ones always making up excuses like oh that ain't gonna happen to me (laughs) i hear that a lot right or 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 the second one oh they always exaggerate they don't know what they're talking about right denial right oh the third one the third one please that won't happen for another few years i got time i got time that's my favorite one we got time again ladies and gentlemen this is cab college career and beyond we try to keep you ahead of the game and not behind the game i got time okay well how about this uh article that was published in 60 minutes right and they did an episode on this right and they talked about artificial intelligence this was published this year uh january 13 2019 right Lee, who is the pioneer of artificial intelligence, right? This is an expert in this field, uh, talked about how uh, intelligence will be automated and potentially eliminating 40% of jobs within the next 15 years, right? So 40% of jobs are going to be eliminated within the next 15 years. And this is according to a guy whose job is to research the market and look out uh, and look at how things are, are shifting and moving in the market. Right, and this is in 60 minutes. Right, this is, uh, was published and this was uh, televised right on 60 minutes in January 2019. Right, uh, and we're not having this discussion, right? And maybe we're afraid to have the discussion. If you are afraid to have the discussion, you're already falling behind the game. We need you ahead of the game again. This is Cab. College, career, and beyond, where we try to keep you ahead of the game, not behind the game, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Now, okay. Uh, let's find something maybe that we can remember. Bookstores, for example. So let's go to bookstores. Uh, Let's see. New York Times, right? Uh, Published December 28, 2017. This is just three, four years ago, right? Uh, New York Times, right? Uh, Talked about borders. Book world, these were major book uh stores that were all throughout the United States, right. They talked about how uh readers were increasingly ordering those books online, so back then, there was warnings that you know people were going to purchase books online, and the attitude was, ah, "Come on, who's going to do that? Doesn't he make sense? Everybody loves coming to the bookstore, right? And one of these competitors that were uh, creating uh, or allowing for books to be purchased online was Amazon, right? And people thought it was a joke. They were laughing at Amazon, right? Amazon was one of these new and upcoming companies. And people was like, please, Amazon, what is that, right? And there was studies and, and showing from the Census Bureau that uh if they looked at the last decade uh, book sales dropped 39 percent within that time frame this is so this is when book world was around right uh, uh uh and and uh borders and all these other stores were still trying to hang on you know we're talking about 2015 20 right and the studies were showing look you, your, your numbers have dropped almost 50% and to be accurate, it was 39% if they compared it in the last decade, right? So when Amazon starts to take off and, and people start to get the hang of purchasing uh, things online, you start to see bookstores close their doors, right? Um, and it was devastating. Now, now if you want to look at another article, Forbes magazine, right? Forbes magazine, okay, so for those... Uh, who may have thought that i've been exaggerating um early on about these jobs uh uh being taken away in the last century um by technology here's Forbes magazine right Forbes magazine january 18 2018 published on january 18 2018 glenn luck who's an investor right uh he studied abroad uh he's uh a venture capitalist right he works in private equity right um He manages a bunch of different types of funds, especially that focus around blockchain-related opportunity. You're going to hear me talk about blockchains and and, um, uh, things in the stock market, Bitcoin. You're going to hear me talk about that here on this podcast. Uh, But let's focus on with Glenn Luck. He's an investor, right? And their job is to study the market and put monies and dollars in areas that are going to bring back uh, a lot of revenue and a lot of funds, right? So, um, so. They've hired uh, uh, a few firms and specialists and and professionals to look at this uh, market in the last uh, century. And so what they did, they went back to 1890s, the 1890s, ladies and gentlemen, they went back from the 1890s to 1990. Right. And you know what they found between 1890 and 1990? They found. That technology has taken over 90% of human jobs. That's right. Let me do that again because you must have probably said, well, there's no way possible, right? No, 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 let me Let me go back and say that again. They studied from the 1890s to the 1990s, right? That's one century. That's 100 years from 1890 to 1990, right? The studies that they sh- that they've uh, and the research they've done when they track the economy right in the job market right has shown that technology has taken over ninety percent of human jobs. That's ninety percent within a hundred years, right? And the fear is that the new technology that's coming out is going to replace jobs faster than the uh, the market or the economy can create new jobs for human people to do right so uh the new technologies that are coming out it's coming out so rapid that the economy or, or the government is not prepared to deal with the backlash that is going to cause right so we're looking at from 1890 to 1990 right human jobs have been pr- replaced by technology right that is fascinating, right? That's ninety percent of those jobs gone, and we're talking about back then. They used to be buggies; people used to uh, uh, ride horse buggies, and I, I can go on and on uh, with all kind of uh, different examples from farmland uh, to the industrial revolution, right? The way trains were made, right? Um, the way food was made and processed, right? The way things were been has been delivered, how vehicles are made. I can go through a whole list of jobs that have disappeared. And those hundred years, right, between 1890 to 1990. So this is not something that's methodical or this is not something that is not, uh, That is hypothetical. And and, and, oh, this is not something that's in theory. This is factual, right? These are jobs that no longer exist. For example, if your great, great, great grandparent came back to life to work in this economy, they can't get a job in this economy. They will probably won't be able to function in this economy, right? Your great, great grandparents come back again. They come back to life in 2020 and 21st century right now. They won't be able to access any kind of work and it'll be foreign to them, right? They'll have a hard time uh, living in this world, right? So um, what is the answer? The answer is to update yourself, right? With new information, new data, something that's uh, proper to our day and time, right? And we're not just talking about uh, just um, reading books and things of that nature, but just being around uh uh people who may be informed just looking at things that might help you understand better where the world on the environment is going because this information you not only process for yourself you pass this down to your family to your kids right and you give your kids bad advice if you're not prepared for what's going on in the future right again the three things that i'll give you or three ways uh that i give, uh that i suggest uh they may help you for your future are going to be um uh, to change how we think okay so how we think we must change right and uh we must change the way we think about ourselves our environment and our community and i have to say that again i can't stress that enough we have to change the way we think about ourselves our environment and our community right we have to see ourselves in the new era that's coming in all right in order to survive uh the second thing is we have to be willing to learn new skills and place our ego to the side right um there was a homeless man in san francisco uh who is uh um and i'm sorry i don't have his name here uh uh and i apologize i have the references and and all the articles and stuff like that below on this podcast if you want to uh, link and click on those links and check it out for yourself but there's homeless men in san francisco and basically Uh, He was making the argument that this technology boom was coming out, leaving people behind. Right. Uh, This homeless man is African-American that created uh, a tech uh, 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 training company to hire other homeless people. Right. So basically what he came up with, this idea was looking at where technology was going. Right. And what was missing? What what did they need people to do? Human hands to do. And he researched that. And basically created a training company for homeless people, homeless men and women, and basically started creating jobs for homeless men and women. Right. And that was a fascinating article to read. I was just blown away by this homeless man in San Francisco. Right. So um, he didn't sit there and just complain about the situation. He studied about the situation. Yes, this is an injustice. Yes. The the gap between uh, the poor and the wealthy is extreme today is exaggerated today is, is 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 the gap is so wide uh we've never seen numbers like this in the history of the united states right of america or the world right um and so the income gap is ridiculous right peanut butter is four dollars for crying out loud depending on where you live at right gas is going from four to five dollars depending again where you live at that's expensive um uh, the cost of living is exaggerated today right and we have to talk about these things right uh and we are going to be talking about these things uh here at Cab college career and beyond where we try to keep you ahead of the game and not behind the game right so we we, we here at cab want to be able to support and, and and feed you some information that will properly prepare you for the future um now a book I recommend to read, and I know he's like, oh, the professor's gonna recommend the book. Yes, I'm gonna recommend the book. That's what professors do, educators do, people who care about you do, right? Um, because it's not just what I say, it's what other people have researched, right? And spend years uh, looking at, right? And this book came out in 2005. And the craziest thing about this book, um, the fact that it was published in 2005, 80% of the stuff this book talked about has come to fruition here. And our and I and I in our lifetime, right, 2020, right, is here now, right. Uh, so uh, this book uh, I'm gonna recommend to you is called uh, "A Whole New Mind: Moving from Information Age to the Conceptual Age," right. Published, uh, the author is Daniel H. Pink. It was published in 2005. Again, that book is "A Whole New Mind: Moving from the Information Age to the Conceptual Age," by Doctor. Daniel H. Pink was published in 2005. I actually use that book today with my students because you can actually see what he was talking about then being happening like right now in our lifetime. And the craziest thing about that is that a lot of it still hasn't unfolded, but most of it has. And so in the book, he also talks about. Uh, many of the jobs are going to be around in the future for the next 20 to 30 to 40, 50 years. And why? Right. And this podcast, what I'm going to do for you um, uh, for the next series uh, in this podcast, I'm actually going to tell you the jobs that are going to be around for the next 30 to 40 to 50 years. Right. I'm going to update some of the stuff that's in the book here in this podcast. Right. Uh, I gonna also uh, tell you who the competitors are. And what to look out for and how to, you know, stay fresh um, and updated with your information. Uh, Also, what kind of degree or certificate you're going to need for the specific kind of field of work um, or career that you're trying to um, get into. Right. Um, And I'm also going to talk about the unemployment percentage being a complete lie. Right. Anybody who's been unemployed or seen the unemployment uh, line for themselves back last year a couple years ago know that they lie those numbers are are complete lies because they're they're talking about the unemployment being about six percent seven percent that's a complete lie they've rigged how unemployment works and we're going to talk about that in my next uh episode right so things to look at or look forward to in the next podcast right again uh for the next episode we're going to be talking about uh well i'll be more specific for the next episode I'll talk about three specific jobs that are going to be around for the next 30 to 50 years, right, um, that you might be interested in, right, um, or your kid or, or or your child you might want to prepare for, right, and why uh, these jobs are going to be around for the next few decades, right, who the competitors are, what to look for, what kind of degree or certificate you're going to need for these kind of jobs. And I will also talk about unemployment being a complete lie, right? Um, for Cab uh, College Career and Beyond, we're gonna have special guests coming on the show, uh, talking about their experiences. Uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna be talking to principals, deans, faculty, teachers, uh, dropouts, people who work in in, in the labor market, uh, concrete uh, 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 construction. Um, entrepreneurs, we're gonna be talking to everybody. Um, people working in a nonprofit sector. Uh so we're gonna to talk to a lot of different people on this podcast from their perspective, um, where they see the future, um, um how did it access uh uh what they access, how did it get to their career pathways, uh, who encouraged them, um, you know, things of that nature. So we're gonna have uh a lot of uh a lot of people coming on this podcast and sharing their experience. And um, I say that because we already interviewed them, so <laughs> we're gonna be putting those uh, episodes on College Career Beyond um, in the next few weeks. So come check us out and stay tuned, right, uh, to what we got going here at CAD College Career Beyond, where we try to keep you ahead of the game and not behind the game. And I'm your host, Alex Avila, and this is CAD.